because the fruit is very, and, and then how do you now understand? Because like orange and grape tree or orange and lemon tree, they look alike. Do you understand? Orange is maybe love. Lost is lemon. Just like orange and lemon. Even though they look and smell alike, their taste, your experience with both of them cannot leave you the same. No matter how macho you think you are, you don't cut a lime and put it in your mouth and squeeze it and smile after. It will, it will give you an experience that your brain will tell you that what you are sucking on is not orange. Like, who are you? What, what do you think I am? You think I'm orange? What do, you, what do you take yourself for? You have to make your face in a certain way after you have taken a big gulp of lemon or lime juice. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But you, if a smile can bloom on your face after you have taken sweet orange, right? There's a way you feel. Ah, very, very sweet. Very sweet. Very. That is why love should not be interchanged with lust. They are not the same. They are not the same. Hallelujah. And as a young person, you must identify what each of them are the fruits that they bear so that you can know what you are dealing with in any or every relationship. It's not every relationship that bears love. Many of them, people are just there for what they can get. And if it is for what they can get, it is not love. Because if it is love, it is for what they can give. Are you getting it? Love expresses what can I do for you. Lust expresses what can you do for me. So in a way, you can say that lust is on the opposite end of love. Because if it is not love, it is not love. So today... If I want to submit to you that one and opposite, the word is love. The opposite is what? Not necessarily it. Because if you break down the meaning of loss, you will see that it's almost equal to it. Because the things that are involved for you to lust after something are the things that makes you hate the person. Like, you can't say you love me and you want God to turn his back against me. You can't say you love me and you want me to catch STDs. You can't say you love me and you want me to get pregnant. You can't say you love me and you want God to be angry with me. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you can say you lost after me and give me STDs. You can say you lost after me and get me pregnant or make me a father untimely. I'm still looking for where to sleep. And you've made yourself available in such a way I've impregnated you. Now, both of us are daddy and mommy that we have not planned for. Are you understanding what I'm saying? 
You can lust after me and push me to my doom. You can lust after me and make a wicked example out of me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Lust can bring about all the bad things that you can think of. Yes, lust can do that. Lust can put an end to a beautiful future. Have you seen it before? And by the time everything is clear, they'll be like, why did I do this? And lust does not have to do with sexual things alone. You can lust after money. They call it greed. Are you understanding? Have you, have you, have you heard that word before? You can lust after food. Hmm? You can lust after what else? Yes, I know you can lust after women. Women too can lust after men. He's such a fine boy. I just like him. Hmm? You can lust after beauty. You can lust after position. You can lust after wealth. That's why we have Yahoo Yahoo. Abi? Now, what is Yahoo Yahoo? Lust after what? Money. It's just like I want, I want to be rich at any cost. I desire, a burning desire. I'm, I'm ready to do anything for this money. That's lust. Lust is the willingness to do anything to satisfy yourself. It's a burning desire that keeps going. Uh, but, it, you know, when it comes to lust, it's not a demon. No. Turn to your neighbor say, lust is not a demon. You can control, it doesn't take over you. You can control it. In fact, you know what happens when it comes to lust? Many of us, lust starts as a small fire. Small, right? Then we begin to fan it. What happens when you begin to fan the fire? Charcoal fire. It becomes what? Bigger. 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 Until it becomes a raging inferno. Or what happens when you put on an oven? It gets hotter and hotter and hotter until you are not able to touch it. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That's what lust can do. Hallelujah. So lust, according to what I have here, is an intense, you can put it down, uncontrolled. Uncontrolled, that means you have left it let it take over. And God has not created us to be uncontrolled, right? Uncontrolled, unlimited. Fanned. Eager. Craving or longing. All those things I've said earlier, they are to qualify the eager, the longing or craving. An uncontrolled longing, unlimited longing, unbridled longing, uncontrolled craving, unlimited craving, unbridled or intense craving that you have allowed to do whatever it likes in you. Do you know that Everybody have the opportunity every day. If you say that, oh, uh, but Lady P, uh, is it possible that you will not lust after this after women in these days? Is it possible? It's a choice. Is it possible or not? It is a choice. 
It is what? A choice. There's a, there's a portion in the book of Job. Let me see. Job, 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 Job. Chapter 3, 31, verse 1. Job chapter 31, verse 1. It says, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust at a young woman. You can call your eyes to order. See, when it comes to lust, what we stand to lose is too much. And why did he say that? He said, for what has God above chosen for us? Verse 2. What is our inheritance from the Almighty on high? Isn't it calamity for the wicked and misfortune for those who do evil? Calamity and misfortune. Just because you have looked at somebody and you think within your heart the kind of sex positions you want to have. Am I talking to somebody this afternoon? Does it not happen? You look at, a, that's what it means to look at a woman lustfully. You look at her, and you have, your mind has taken you to the bedroom. Thinking about what you have no business thinking about. You are not ready to be committed to how. You don't want to marry how. You just see that. She will be good in the bedroom. Good for bedroom activities. I think so. Hallelujah. Looking at somebody lustfully, she will be good for this and that. It will be good for bedroom activities. That's lust. But there's a, the, this portion of the Bible says, I have made a covenant with my eyes that I will not look with loss. Why? Because of the calamity and the misfortune that God has prepared for those who do that. Satan knows all these things. And ignorance in the court of law is not an excuse. He knows. He knows. He knows the moment he's able to take your mind there. Eh? it can begin to plot your downfall. The moment you agree with him, you know that God is... See, man is a spirit. Everything that we do, we have concluded in it, about it inside our minds before we start executing it. Before you start saying you want to execute something, you first of all conclude on what you want to do before you now look for the process of doing it. Abby, before you see somebody go into a motel and pay for a room, the person must have first of all concluded that I want to go there. I'm taking so, 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 and so. Then which, one, which place am I now going to use? I'm going to use Orili Agege. I'm going to use, like, ah, no. They will catch me there. If anybody see me enter the hotel from the church, Orili Agege Chapel, ah, they will put me on the, what is it called? No, not hot seat, though. They will bring the video. Somebody will just record me. They will come and play it on the projector. They will call for workers' meeting. Everybody will sit and say, eh uh -huh. Do you see this sister? She was spotted inside the hotel with brother something something. Say, ah, no, let me read. Let me let me walk far. Maybe I should go to some places like Ogba. 
You see how you're projecting and you know, as you're saying all these things, God is seeing it. He's aware of what we see in our mind. Is it not scary? He says, call unto me, I will answer you. For you to call on somebody and he will answer, it means that that person is very close to you. Are you understanding? Sometimes when you even call on God, you don't open your mouth to call you. You call on God in your heart and he will answer. How many of you have prayed such prayer before that you, don't really, you didn't really say it out? You were just praying it in your mind and you saw a testimony for it. it should, you should be afraid though. God is closer than you think. That's why he can say to you, call on me, I will answer. If you enter a place and the person is not there, no matter how long you call, he will not answer. But if you enter a place and the person you are looking for is there, once you call, the person will answer. God follows us everywhere. He knows our very thought. Every thought that falls in our mind, he knows it. And that's why he says that if you look at a woman and you conceive, you lost after her in your your mind. He says, misfortune and calamity. Misfort you will not encounter misfortune and calamity in the name of Jesus. That is why I am projecting these things. God is helping me to, to, to project it so that we can all see it. Many people are without counsel. They don't have anybody to counsel. I was talking to a woman recently. She was having terrible problems with her husband. And because of that, the child is not able to come to school. And uh, about for like three, or three, week or four, three weeks or four weeks, then she surfaced again. And then she came to my office and she was saying that, ah, if she had known that it's not good. One of the things that she has realized in this life is that it's not good not to have anybody to counsel you. That there, there must be somebody that what everyone should always pray. That there should be somebody left in your life that will always tell you the truth. She said, I said, why do you say that? She said, Ma, I was admitted into school of health just before I met my husband. No, school of nursing. He said, but because they did not give me the exact course I wanted to study in school of nursing, and I saw that if I finished, I will be in the administrative section of the school of nursing, and I wanted to be given injection and dispensing drugs. So I said that, no, I, I was not going to... Uh, I think she said school of health, yes. I was not going to uh, whatever. And so, because she was a, a citizen, um, a Lagosian, she said they gave them the option to withdraw. And then when they were withdrawing, they were going to refund their school fees. And she chose the option that she's not going to school again. And just by the time she withdrew, she, she met a particular guy, got impregnated by the guy. And that's the guy she's with now. But the guy has refused to take her. She's had the second child for him. But it's, you know... <laughs> A beans will always be a beans. A beans cannot turn to rice overnight, except the spirit of God breathe upon the beans. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And so the guy is not taking responsibility, and then she now she had withdrawn from the school. She doesn't have anything to her name. She has two children to cater for. She had to drop the children to go and take up a, a very she said, but she said, if somebody had told me been there and had insisted that go back there, go and finish it. Before I hear anything from you, go and finish it. But she was, she had 
always been alone all her life. And she was taking decisions based on what she knew as at that point. Many years later, she's living in regrets. Because if she had finished, she was in the second year. It was left for just one year for her to finish and she withdrew. In the multitude of counsel, there is safety. Some of the things I'm telling you, in my time, I didn't know it. Nobody told me. And that means I would have made mistakes I had no business going here. If I could go back in time with what I know now, there are lots of things that would have been better. If you have the opportunity to have access to counsel and knowledge, it is power. It will empower you. I pray the Lord is helping you in Jesus' name. And so, lust is something that you choose by yourself and you give freedom of reign in your life. It is not something that should control you. It is something you should chase out. It is something you should say no to. Hallelujah, somebody. When I say fan, the, the book of Osea chapter 7 verse 4 says, they are all adulterers, always aflame with lust. They are like an oven that is kept hot while the baker is kneading the dough. The moment you allow lust in you, you will see that you will always be hot for necessary things. Not maybe probably unnecessary, but for the wrong things. Lust will always drive you into doing the wrong things. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because it is not healthy in any relationship. Hallelujah. Lust is compared to adultery. It's compared to adultery and it's compared to fornication and murder. You will see loss. It's loss that drives people to idolatry. It is loss that drives people to fornication and adultery. Right? Is it love that drives people to adultery? Is it love that drives people to uh, fornication? Is it love that drives people to mother? But loss can drive people to mother. Loss can drive people to fornication and adultery. I understand it. So you must single it out. Stop saying, ah, I just the ought for this person. I just the ought for that person. That oughtness is oughtness from the pit of hell. You have connected to hell. Your body is taking signal from the pit of hell. That's why you're hot. The same you that can be hot can go down. Are you understanding what I'm saying? No, just try it. That hotness can become cold. In fact, in most cases, after the hotness have accomplished what you want to uh, accomplish, what happens? The hotness go by itself. You will see a man that cannot get enough of a woman. She's just so beautiful. I cannot just get my hands uh, off her. She's just so do this. The moment he hears, for instance, that she's pregnant, the same girl that he's not able to keep his hands off. What happens? Ah. When he even sees a call, what happens? That's how you know that it is not something that should be choked with. 
It looks as if the eyes will just clear. The love will just turn into something else. A very good example is uh, Absalom's brother. That's Abner Abi. He was in love according to himself. You know, there's a scripture here that says that. Uh, let me see. Jeremiah chapter 2 from verse 24. Jeremiah chapter 2 from verse 24. It says, you are like a wild donkey. Sniffing the wind at mating time. Who can restrain our lusts? Those who desire her don't need to search. For she goes running to them. Have you seen what lust can make you do? When will you stop running? When will you stop panting after other gods? But you say, save your breath. I'm in love. Somebody who is encountering lust, most often will say, I am in love. But fruits don't lie. If you are in love, you don't do certain things. Love does not make you do certain things. The moment those things are cropping up, you have to change the label of what you are feeling. It's not love. Hallelujah, somebody. Love is kind. Love is patient. The moment is no longer patient. Is it love? It has another label entirely. The moment is no longer kind. It's not love. The moment is no longer patient. It's not love. See here, he said he was, he was, she was running after. She doesn't need to be found. She needs, she's running after. Nowadays, you see people changing the order of things. The Bible says when a, a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Now, women are finding the men. How do you put that? When the, when the woman finds a man, he has, she has found a bad thing, though. No, if you have to put it opposite now, man is the opposite of woman. Good is the opposite of what? Is it not opposite sex? So let us say the scripture. A man finds a wife, finds a good thing. A woman finds a man or a husband Finds a what? A bad thing. No, that's it now. Is it not what is written in the Bible? Did you not do word and opposite in this school? A word and opposite. Simple. A woman is not supposed to be running around looking for a husband. When a woman starts looking for a husband, she will find a bad thing. She ought to sit and be where God has placed her adding value to herself so that she can be found by someone who also carries value. Not that she's now running after or running around looking for the husband. There is every probability that she will find a bad thing. And if you look around you, 
she will see that what I'm saying is right. The only set of people that look for men, the only set of women that boldly look for men all around, are who? And what are they looking for the men for? For what they want to have, collect. It is changing the order of things when we do that. Hallelujah, somebody. And you can think that it is love, whereas it is purely loss. Because when, it was, when she was asked, I said, ah, why, Charlie? As a woman, why are you running around? Like a calf, Abby. Like what? A donkey on it. Mating season. Have you seen a, a goat before when he's mating season? What does he do? He goat. He goat. Does he not embarrass and disgrace himself? He starts sounding very strange and very weird. Running in circles up and down. Somersaulting and standing up. Putting his face at the private part of the female goat. Sniffing and sniffing and smelling. The same with dogs too. Ah. The Bible says that if it's a female running after a male, that's what you look like. It's very degrading. It's very disgracing. It ought not to be done. And... It is always backed by lust. Backed by lust. Don't say that you're feeling, because of the way you are feeling, the order of things must change. Night should become day. Day should become night. Because you are, you are feeling in a certain way. It has to follow the order that it has been laid down. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of 2 Timothy 2, 22, it says, run from anything that stimulates youthful loss. Instead, pursue righteousness, righteous living, rather, faithfulness, love, and peace. See, love, righteousness, uh, righteous living, and faithfulness and peace, they are in the same category. Loss is not in the category of love. Are you understanding? Lost receives, seeks for what it can take all the time. Love is defined by how much it can give. What it has to give. The value of what it is given. The sensitivity it carries. That is the definition of love. That's why for God so loved the world that he gave. That he gave. That he gave. And if you are in a loving relationship, it is a loving relationship because two of you love each other. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If you are in any relationship and one person loves uh, the person and the other person only lost after the person, it is an unbalanced relationship. Step out. A caterpillar and a sports car cannot go anywhere together. If the love is like a caterpillar, 
Lost is like a bicycle or a keke napeb. There is no way you want to join two of them together that they will go anywhere. Two legs of caterpillar, two legs of damfo, or two legs of Camry, or two legs. How are they going to move? One will surely destroy the other. Yes. One will do what? Surely destroy the other. Because the, the way a caterpillar will move, it can easily step over a car. Are you understanding? When you now attach an, a half of a car to a caterpillar and you say they should move together, one will crush another one. It cannot work. It cannot work. If it is a loving relationship, it has to be a reciprocated one. You have to watch out for the fruit. Fruit don't lie. Don't be saying that, eh, I think she loves me. You are still thinking. You are still thinking. Thinking will not do justice to the equation. No. It is what is on ground. Facts. What is the facts? What is the fact? Fruit don't lie. If it is love, it's going to be expressed. But you cannot see any expression. And you are thinking that because she's smiling at you. I, I smile at you every day. It doesn't mean I love you. I love you, but not that kind of love. Are you understanding? Not the kind of love that you will, I will sign my entire life. I've already signed my life to somebody. Do you understand? Don't be carried away by facial expressions, by insinuations, the way a person's body language is to you. Like every time I enter, she'll just be smiling. He's the only one that sends me recharge card. It doesn't mean he loves you. He's the only one that is buying me human hair. Uh -huh. He has the money. Me. It could even be your brother that is buying you the human hair. Maybe God has even sent him as an angel to your life. Shebi now. Uh -huh. An helper. We are looking for sponsors. Left, right, and center. Maybe God has sent your sponsor. He can be paying your school fees. It's God that has sent him. Do you understand? As long as you are not the one pestering, if you are the one acting, 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 you will eat something some, sometimes, it will hook you in the truth. You will not be able to swallow or bring it out. So if you are not invested in the relationship, or if you are not sure, find a way to be sure. Look for the expressions of true love in that relationship. Don't confuse lost with love. They are not on the same standing. They are not the same. Don't let the way somebody look at you deceive you to mean that. You know, there are people that can really look at you. They will look at you and say, ah, God tried on you. They are praising God, no, not you. Don't be confused. Go, ah, ah. You're just dark and you're shining. Don't let, don't be misguided. Eh? It has nothing to do with you. You don't saw yourself like that. You are not the one that created yourself. Don't let it get into your mind or into your head. Are you understanding? They look at you in a certain way, especially brothers. Many brothers like that. They like to be praised by the opposite sex. 
say, ah, fine boy, I just like you. you know, the way when you smile, the way your dimple just come out. And she's making her face like this. I said, that girl, she, ah, she loved me. She loved me. Comments are not expressions of love. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Fruits are the expression of love. Actions. What is done and what is not being done. Are you understanding? Love is not by how much I can touch you or fill you up. That's lost. I always want to touch you, even though I have not done what I am supposed to do. You see, see, when it comes to love, you can find lost on that level, inside of love, the proper kind of love. Because love, the genuine kind of love, does everything the proper way. After marriage, a husband and a wife are free to express their lust for each other and it is proper. It is covered. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But lust on his own is not supposed to stand alone. It is wrong for lust to stand alone. It needs an umbrella of love for it to work well. And there is nothing like Oh, I love him. That's why I am sleeping with him before marriage. Love always does the right thing. That's why it never fails. It is wrong things that fails. When they say love never fails, if you read all the attributes of love at the end, it says love never It will never fail because it always does the, wrong, the right things. It will never fail. It won't fail. So that's why you see that even if it is pregnancy in marriage, it is, it is covered. If it is lost in marriage, it is covered. Do you understand? A whole lot of things, if it, it is attraction in marriage, it is covered. If I begin to touch my husband in an inappropriate way, it is covered. Do you understand? Because it is done under the right canopy. But when you put lost and you are isolated by itself, it becomes a sin. It becomes a sin. It is not okay for us to lust after the people that God has not ordained us with. It is not okay for us to lust after things that God has not given to us. It is not okay for us to lust after things that God has not blessed us with. The blessings of the Lord is what makes lost lose all his negativity. If you have such under or outside of the blessings of the Lord, then it becomes a dangerous thing that has a wicked inheritance attached to it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Love is compared to sacrifice. Love is what? Sacrifice. Love is when you put down everything you have 
when you are in 100%, that's when you can say you love. That's why, see, love is so wide. That's why it is not possible for you to love the same two people the same way. It's very complex. It's like a man that says he has, he has two wives. There is no way he can love them both. It's not possible. I love all my wives. I love all my, some people will say, I love all my girlfriends. Is it possible? It's not. It's not. When you look deep down into it, you will see. Because love is something that you give to somebody without expe expecting anything in return. Love is taken out of your reserve, out of the investment that you have made in yourself over the years and giving it out without expecting. True love is what you see between a mother and a child, a father and their children. You see, men go to work January to February to March, April, May, June to December. All what they have earned, pay house rent. All what they have earned, pay school fees. There are some men that love their children and there are some men that don't. Love is expressed by how much you are able to give. I was talking to the teenagers today and they were talking about the review of what they did last week and uh, how to express love, you know. Uh, how do you say you love, how do you say you are serving God or so, or I don't, I've forgotten the question, I said by loving God. So they, get, they listed it by loving God, by loving your family. I said, how do you love God? Some people said by uh, uh, obeying his commandment. I asked, how many commandments are you obeying? So many of them laughed. And then we moved on to the family. How do you say, you, how do you express your love for your family? Somebody said, by giving them money. And so, until you start working, you cannot express your love for your family. Some of us said, I remember the first job I got, you know, then my pastor preached and said that, eh, the first salary you get, you give it to your father. Ah, hey, hey, hey. Me, I was working in an audit firm that time. I said, why is it I didn't, I didn't hear this message when I was working in nursery and primary school that time when I just finished secondary school? Why is it that I did not hear this message and give him that first salary? Is it now that I'm working in an audit firm that my salary, my first salary, I have budget for it. Now so I should go and give it. <laughs> I had so many kinds of, you know, I can't remember whether I finally gave it to him or not. That's by the way now. I hope I did. Hallelujah. But I know that I was, it was, if I had given it to him, it would have been grudgingly. Even at that, even after that first one, it's like my salary is my salary, but uh, my daddy's money is our money. It's our, it's everybody's money. But my own money is my money. And so I collect transport fare to go and work, to go to work in Ikeja every day. When I collect the salary, nobody used to hear. I will still continue to collect. And they're like, uh -uh, have you not collected your salary? No, not yet. Any day I collect, nobody will hear. And I've collected it since, but ah, it has finished. Hallelujah. So I said, is it until you start working and decide to give them money? That's when you express your love. Then I told them, even at this level you are, the expression of your love is in doing what they have asked you to do to make their lives easier. Wash the plates. Sweep the floor. 
the ease with which you do it and the frequency with which you do what is expected of you shows that you love that person. It's not by singing to your mother, sweet mother, ah, oh, mommy, oh, what can I so that she can continue to suffer for you. Hmm? She will continue to live long so that you can go, always go and borrow money from her. And then she will still be shouting. She did not want the plates. She did not do this. Ah, it's not me. It's not me. It's you. It's you. Ah, you will see teenagers in their house. They will still be passing the washing of the plate and the sweeping of the floor to each other. I know now because I have some of them. Mop the floor. Arrange the house. And some of you are even still here. Young people about to get married. They are here. You know what your mother still said. Today, today. Expression of love for your family is by doing what you ought to do. It's not when you're supposed to fetch what I say. Uh -uh, why is it there, there no ball hole in this house? Me, my chest is paining me. Oh. My neck has gone inside. Oh. My neck is paining me. Oh. My back and my leg, the back of my leg is paining me. Oh. My shoulder. Oh. Ha. So who should do it? Go and sweep the floor. In little, little things. The things that you can easily give. If you refuse to do those things, you are just showing how much you love that person. Love is in showing. It's not in the talking. It's not in the speaking. It's not in the, in the boasting. Ah, I love you. I can bring you a cube of sugar. Swim through the Atlantic Ocean to deliver a cube of sugar to you. Uh-uh. Sweep the sitting room. You have not swept it. They are saying you will swim through Atlantic and bring a cube of sugar to the person. Ah, ah, ah. Some husbands, or some husbands to be, we promise. Ah, I will take care of you. I will take care of you. I will take care of you. You will take care of her. She's been wearing the same earring from January till November. You will take care of her indeed. You cannot see that one. The slippers she's wearing is bent like this. One shoe all the time. You will take care of her. Are you understanding? I will take care of her. I will take care of him. I see some women. They will carry bag. Carry baby. Eh? Two bags and be moving. And the husband will be pressing phone and following. He's taking care of her on the phone. Are you understanding? Love is in expression. That's why you see when we are raising young children, you say, oh, when you are teaching them etiquette, when you are working with a lady, you open the door for her. You say, is her hand paining her? You, they tell you the same thing. They say, her hand is paining her. She cannot, she cannot, she cannot open her door, her door by herself. When you are taking somebody out on the day, you open the door, let her sit and close the door. Uh -uh. It's an expression. It's what you do. Don't let the way things are generally affect your view of doing the right things. The standard of doing the right thing will not be lowered or will not change 
just because we want it to change or because we are not doing it. It remains. It remains. Hallelujah. Lost cannot replace love because the values that are found in love cannot be found anywhere else. And if you want it, you have to be ready to give it. If you don't want it, then don't give it. You don't want somebody to lust after you. You don't want somebody to, to like you just because of your curves, or your, of your complexion, of your height. All those things, they will fade away. They will go. You will not find them anymore. When you cannot count on them. I've seen women or ladies that are extremely beautiful. You know? Like they will say, sexy. Everything is set. They're looking gorgeous. Like maybe Ellen Queen is looking now. You know, she's not, she's not, she's not married yet. And when she, she slims fit her clothes and she makes her hair a certain way and she looks a certain way and she's smiling and she's sitting down and she's crossing her, crossing her leg and she's, you know, you can say, oh, wow, she's beautiful. But do you want somebody to look at you and say, because of your beauty? Because you're just, the way you look, what if you don't look like that anymore? And you've signed your life over to the person. <sighs> Disclaimer, what you see is not what you get. What you see is not what you get. What if you have scars everywhere under your clothes? Stretch mark. Everywhere. Huh. And he's saying that, eh? What is this? Ah, I'm not you because you're fine, though. What is this? Please, 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 please. It shouldn't be about how you look. That's why, yeah, it's good to look good, but it shouldn't define you. It shouldn't be the reason why somebody is with you. It shouldn't be the reason why, and that is lost. It shouldn't be the reason why somebody wants to commit to, to you. It shouldn't be the reason why somebody is moving with you. It shouldn't be the reason why somebody is talking to you. And you will know right from the friendship stage. What does this person talk about? Why does this person like me? What does this person see about me? You know, I might not see much about you, Paul. But if you decide to commit your life to somebody, the person will see a lot about you. The person must understand it. It mustn't be the, maybe the, 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 the surface thing that everybody is used to. The person must understand the, like you. You. And be ready to go. Because it's good and bad. Head and tail in everybody. Hallelujah, somebody. I pray that the Lord will help you. Can you rise to your feet this afternoon and begin to talk to the Lord and say, Father, help me. First of all, to differentiate between love and lust and to stick to love. Finding love, expressing love, finding love. Give me the grace to find and to express love in the name of Jesus. Deliver me from every lust. Lust for wealth, lust for money, lust for food, lust for worldly things. Lord, deliver me from all forms of lust that are taking foothold in my life. Help me, Lord, to love you to love you and to express love to those that you've surrounded me with. So shall it be. We thank you, Lord, for answer prayers. In Jesus' name we are prayed.
Heavenly Father, I thank you for your children this afternoon. I pray that as you go, the message and the favor of the Lord accompanies you in Jesus' name. The grace of the Lord abounds in your life and the grace to find love in the right places be released into your life in the name of Jesus. You will not mistake lust for love in the name of Jesus. The grace to see and to see clearly, the Lord releases it into your life in the name of Jesus. When it comes to love, you will not be blind. I say in the name of Jesus, when it comes to love, you won't be blind. In the name of Jesus, when it comes to love, you will not be deaf. In the name of Jesus, when it comes to love, you will not be dumb. In the name of Jesus, you will receive the grace to express love rightly in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Can you put your hands together for the Lord Jesus? Hallelujah.